see this crease between my eyebrows? Yes, sir. That comes from worry. You're not going to deepen the crease, are you? That phone call, bad idea. Possible insider trading. I can't let you through. I'm still vice president. You were vice president. Your account is frozen. What? Your account, the assets, everything. Give me my money! Hey, Jack. Hello, Jack. What the hell are you doing here? I want you to be the father of my child. Alex and I, we're feeling maternal. Try a sperm bank. Please, that is like shopping for Gucci at Walmart. You're lesbians, right? We're, we're business women. We'll pay you. I can't do this. You just got canned. And your current net worth is somewhere between zero and the gross national debt. I know how to increase your cash flow. Have you lost your damn You're mind? Willing to pay $10,000 each. Sold. Knocking up a bunch of lesbians? That's some freaking shit. You are a cash cow. What's this I hear about you making babies? I'm gonna do it. Go ahead, make me a baby. Sex and scandal always make front page news. Survival makes a person do things they know in their heart is wrong. You're under arrest. Isn't it true that you accepted large cash payments from lesbians to impregnate? I'm not proud of what I did, but that has nothing to do with why we're here. The only thing I'm guilty of is whistleblowing, and that's not a crime. Coltrane, Picasso, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. You know, a whole lot of money for that. Money for what? To buy these specimens. She hate me. She hate me. She doesn't feel that way about you, though, man. She told me so. Welcome to Umpers. I am Bob Sham. I'm Angela. Uh, the sounds you hear might be dogs. There's mm-hmm. a cat behind you. You can mm-hmm. see. Alice. See the kitty? Alice. Alice is a nice kitty. She hasn't noticed the trash cans back down on the floor. I'm sure she'll turn it over tonight. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of our topics this month, and this is the last of those topics this month, is strange love. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> strange is an understatement uh, when talking about this movie. Yeah. I would actually say um, this is the weirdest movie we've seen yet. And we've seen... Wild at Heart and uh, Crimes of the Future. So this is weirder than those. Yeah. And this is also our first Spike Lee joint. I In college, I smoked a few Spike Lee joints. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't watched a, a lot of Spike movies in a minute. Uh, yeah. Do the Right Thing was a big movie in my early 20s. I had it on VHS. It got a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it was a lot more maybe more thought out and a uh, well shot movie compared to this. Yeah. But w- if, if you had anyone be like name four Spike Lee movies, the odds of them naming the one we're talking about today probably would not come up. I don't think I'd ever even heard of it. It's I, I once mentioned, I once asked someone if they'd ever seen this movie, this Spike Lee, we were talking about Spike Lee movies and I said, have, have you ever seen she hate me? And they were like, I don't think he made that. <laughs> he did, though. And I was like, and I had to pull up my phone. I was like, no, he did. Yeah. Because this movie is so weird and divisive. 
Yeah. It's got it's got its cult appreciators, but it has its flaws. It's essentially a satirical comedy yes. that takes place in 2004. And it touches base on the satirical political commentary of things going on at the time. We're going up to a George W. Bush re-election. Those, those days, you don't get the days we're at now without those days. But True. it is interesting how people kind of do overlook it, right? Especially since we got adult people who were like born in like the early 2000s at I this know. point. Because we're getting so fucking old. So... These 2000s era leading the George W. Bush presidency invading countries and shit, which Mm -hmm. would continue for like 20 years, essentially, in terms of expanding our militarism in multiple countries. It wasn't even until our current presidency that we got out of Afghanistan. And it is well over 20 years since that happened. Yeah. And hell, we probably still got a few people there, as far as I know. But this movie is um, seems very confused. There's a lot you can kind of nitpick and pull hairs on. Yeah. I think the answer to a lot of the things we might nitpick will be like, well, it's just outlandish satirical comedy. Yes. I mean, the thing that's funny about this is there are two complete... It's like he took two completely different movie ideas and shoved them together. Because that is one that I Anthony Mackey. Yes. Very young young, Anthony Mackey. A young Anthony Mackey. A young... um, Oh, my God, I just said her name right before this. Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. She's a dime. Oh, my God. And Ellen Barkin. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is yeah, there's... Q- this- Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Q-tip? Quest. Q-Tip? Who I, I actually enjoyed charming his- as fuck. In terms of things like Q-Tip mm-hmm. and when we meet his parents, Jim Brown, mm-hmm. the... He's so good. We're getting these attempts at emotional connection, friendship connection, and you want to grab onto it, but we just don't kind of come back enough to it for it to really have enough of a feeling. I do feel like I got that a little bit with Q-Tip's character, though, honestly, because then at the end, when he's, like, with the girl he met at the sperm bank, I was like, he's with Terry! Like, I felt, I did feel connection to him, but I think that's truly just because... I can only imagine he was just playing himself and he's just a sweet guy. Q-Tip, you know? he, there was a subtle charm to his performance yeah. here. And when we see him talking to Anthony Mackey, I, th- I, th- I think Anthony Mackey's performance got better as the movie went on. Yeah, I do too. But when it started in that scene in the doctor's office with the doctor. Dr. Schiller. Dr. Schiller. Oh, John, sorry. Are you all right? Just thinking about Prexilin. What's this? Raspberry latte. That's your favorite, right? So it is. Thank you. To Prexilin. You can't fucking tell me that that is like some acting toward divorce. That was stiff as fuck. Yeah. And we're like presented with this. Okay. Let me let me just let me go ahead and burn through this movie the best I can in terms of what this is about. He works at some like medical tech company pharmaceutical, company pharmaceutical tech company and he he has this doctor friend who they're they whistle blow i forget what the problem is what is the problem well they're, they're trying to put out aids medication okay they're trying to put on aids vaccine the friend kills himself the the he jumps, he out, jumps of the out of the window and he takes out like three people <sighs> that was so sad he, he killed the guy at the coffee place which like at the hot dog stand co- it's the hot dog cart no, it was the coffee he cart. He fell on the co- hot dog cart. He got the raspberry cart. coffee. 
from there oh. at the beginning. I only know that because they made a big deal about raspberry coffee. What's this? Raspberry latte. That's your favorite, right? So it is. But that guy, that doctor kills like three people. Yeah, I don't even know how he killed that there many people. We see out like two other people on the ground. He's like, did he hit them too? What the fuck happened? He didn't jump through glass. It's not glass fell. Kind of a weirdly brutal shot. It really too. was. It really was. And a lot of blood actually too. Yeah. And uh, But so that doctor, they had been friends and they were working on this vaccine. And that doctor leaves him an envelope with information and a video that's like his video journal. And he's talking about how he knows that the company... Someone within the company has been embezzling money. That's it. There's, they pushed through the tri- like through the trials. Like they were told they were not going to get approved because they made them go faster. The doctor was like, "We need another year of testing. Like some things are promising, but we need more testing." And they were like, "No, no, no, let's do it." And then the FDA was going to not approve them, but they were going to like they were trying to keep going as though everything was fine. He, he's a whistleblower. Well, so Anthony Mackey then made a phone call. He and makes he's a the phone call. He's a whistleblower. Yeah. But then they, the the people, the Woody Harrelson and Ellen Barkin are like these executives. Yeah. He's a VP. He's out. They kick him out and they, they blame ki- him. And they flip the media to blame him about it. So the FCC seizes his funds since he's being uh-huh. investigated. So now his, he's like flat broke. He's got no money. His bank has been seized. He used to be a VP of a pharmaceutical tech company and he is not anymore. Here's the deal. This is where he made a big mistake. Okay. He whistle blew, but guess who did he call? The HR of his own company. Oh, come on. You don't do how that. Did you if even you're going to whistle blow, you call the fucking FBI. How did you even make it to vice president? Honestly thinking HR is going to be He's on like, your side. I need help with my corrupt company. Let me look in the handbook. What the fuck, dude? No. So dumb. So then this kind of sets up that he has no money. So he's got nothing. And then his ex- girlfriend wife comes ex-girlfriend he was fiance walks back it's carrie washington walks back in with her girlfriend danya ramirez oh my god couple of hottie dimes they're like we want to have your baby we both want to get pregnant together together with you at the same time anthony mackie does have a personal relationship with carrie washington he loved her so I guess you can see why she would pick him, why she would be more comfortable with him. And he's like, why don't you go to a sperm bank or whatever? And She's not like, guaranteed. And they're like, no, no, that's not what we're going to do here. At some point, it's even brought up about that, like a negative against sperm banks, that doctor who impregnated like 70 women yeah, with his own yeah, sperm. Yeah. That is a crazy story. Yeah. But yeah, that's like one of the things they cite as like why not to go to a sperm Sure, bank. sure. You can't trust where that sperm's coming from. And so the movie's a little all over the place. This movie was two hours and like almost 20 minutes long. It was too long. It was long for <laughs> as much as like y'all could have really cut a lot here. But Yeah. So he goes and he touches base with his like family, his father, his brother. And even as I describe this, it is kind of nice. You want to see more of that family and the way they interact. And yeah. Jim Brown is in it, the late Jim Brown. So good. He passed away just a couple of months ago as of this recording. And he even brought more of like a casual act, soft touch to it mm-hmm. just in that scene. And it stood out because honestly, up to this point, the acting is kind of questionable. Yeah. Right. And he just came in it straight and quiet, and it actually was working for me. But the problem is, like, we only go back to this family, other than his brother. Like three times the like whole movie. one or two times, like, at the end when yeah. the trial's happening. So 
there's just this kind of presumed emotional weight and you are wanting to grab onto it, but it never revisits. Mm-hmm. And even like his friend, Q-Tip, who seems like, and who I really liked his, his subtle charm in his mm-hmm. role. And it makes sense. He's the front man for an all timer rap group tribe called Quest, mm-hmm. uh, rest in peace, Fife. At one point where he's talking, talking to him about stuff, I had this thought like, what if Q-Tip was the lead in this movie? He, he, he was almost like such this, this quiet charm that I felt like it would have worked better in a comedy for Anthony mm. Mackie, who really didn't seem to like grab onto it until he was able to get mad and upset uh, after the company had ousted him. So I think that let's just play a game. If the two of them were up for this role and one was going to be the best friend and one was going to take his clothes off, I think he made Mackie take his clothes (laughs) Listen, I'm not saying that Q-Tip would not look great. I don't know. He was kind of wearing some baggy clothes. I don't know what he's got going on Look, I get it. Mackie does look better. He likes somebody you like somebody, but they make Mackie get naked. I think we saw his D at one point. Yeah, we saw like a little like Just like a a shadow of his D. But like they they make him take his clothes off and spin around. Q-Tip exuded casual charm that I felt like he really would work. In more comedic roles like this. Yeah, but would you have believed that he also was the VP of a pharmaceutical company? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Why would I believe because that I, Anthony Mackie is? Because the I motherfucker's think, going through HR to whistleblow on his own company. Well, that was dumb, he's and I said that was dumb. But also, he's he's kind of like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Fucking, uh, who's that dude that played Arthur not, in, the, in those movies? That motherfucker Dudley was Moore. There were no amazing act. There was no amazing acting in this movie. No. Okay, um, so basically, he has no money. He's got to figure his shit out. His dad is like, "You got to watch out because this company is going to come after you. You got to watch your shit." Well, he gets a lawyer on his dad's advice, and the lawyer's like, "You got to tell me everything." Well, at the same time, he finally agrees to get with Carrie Washington and her girlfriend. Because they're going to give him $10,000, $5,000 each to, to give them babies. And so they go there and um, the girlfriend wants it in a baster because she does not want to fuck him. Yeah, but Carrie Washington Carrie Washington wants does. to fuck him. And this is like the first point of contention in this like triangle of a relationship is that the girlfriend thought Carrie was also going to do the baster thing. But Carrie Washington was like, it's a woman's prerogative. To, it's a woman's choice. <laughs> I want to get pregnant this way. And I was like, okay. Oh, this movie's written by Michael Janae and Spike Lee, by the way. Fantastic. Okay. Um, Good job. They guys. needed maybe one more person to I'm gonna, edit them. I am going to give um, a major compliment when we get there. Okay. Uh, to this movie. Sure. So they do it. And he fucks her. And that scene is hot. Yeah. Um, this, and is then, kinda, this is a pretty sexy There's some movie. sexy shit yeah. in this movie. Well, then, okay, you know, they give him the money, whatever, whatever. And then Carrie Washington shows back up at his house a few nights later, or his apartment, with five women who all want to give him $10,000 each to get them pregnant because Carrie Washington has gotten pregnant. And these they're lesbians. They're all lesbians. No one's asking for turkey basting. They're businesswomen. This is what didn't make sense to me. But, I mean, obviously, like, the turkey basting didn't work because the girlfriend did not get pregnant, but Carrie Washington got pregnant. And so I guess Did they consult she, actual le- any actual lesbians for this? Can I tell you? <laughs> no, sir, they did not. They 
did not. <laughs> now, what I did appreciate, because this is what they did. This is the danger thing that they, the bad, terrible thing that they did, okay? Yeah. These He eventually agrees, okay, fine, I'll fuck these women and get them pregnant for money. So oh, he's like fine. raw dogging. Okay, also... This is a movie about trying to get an AIDS vaccine. And he's raw dogging all And he's raw dogging all these lesbians. I assume they had to lesbians take it. Lesbians can have issues too. I assume they had to present a test to carry. They Washington. did at one point say that they needed to see his most recent medical records. But True. they weren't like, you got to go get tested. It just felt like a weird dichotomy to me of like, we're talking about an AIDS vaccine and then you're fucking all these people without condoms. Okay, so the thing that they did... That was kind of funny, but then you think about it, it's really fucked up, is that they all agree, okay, we're going to have sex. And some of these lesbian women were, like, not into the fact that they were going to fuck a man. This one girl truly was like, I've never been with a man. I don't think I want to do this. There's this part where he's Uh, trying to pry her legs apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the fucking shit thing that they did is that no matter how big of a lesbian they were, no matter how many times they said they'd never want to fuck a man, they all enjoyed it. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, if they like, if their girlfriend put on a strap on and went at it, it they'd they'd feel it. I know things but it still feel felt, good. It almost felt like these women. It almost felt like it was trying to say, it doesn't matter if you don't even like men. Anthony Mackie's so good at fucking that you're gonna love fucking Anthony Mackie. Oh yeah. But there's just the idea of like turn it. I, I don't. Do, do you know what I mean? Like the, they they don't posit that he. The shot, Tons anyone? Well, they do actually. The shot choices in this movie, cinematographer Matthew Libatique, were very up and down. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like in the face shots yeah. that are just a little too. They didn't really work for me. But then there'd be stuff like when the guy fell out of the window and the underhand shots of like that was really well done, and the shots surrounding the women while yeah. they're analyzing him. And obviously, there's a statement there. He's being treated. Like a piece of meat, right? And they say it. Yeah, yeah, and and so the yeah the shots like, between the feel? legs and how they're they're analyzing him and uh, mm-hmm. looking at him. That's pretty. And he's that, feeling a little like abused and taken advantage of by Carrie Washington. That scene was pretty crafty, mm-hmm. admittedly. It was. It was. But that's the what's weird about this movie is that you'd get these moments that are like that seemed kind of sharp, and then you'd go into the next scene, and it's like, what are people talking about? Why didn't they reshoot this scene? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, why is that shot stuck up in his face like that? It really was, like, all over. And also, we get these weird... And this is, like, the political commentary bits where there's a story where he's related to the, this guy who was part of the whistleblower security for Watergate. He's not related to him. His dad just tells him the story about him. And, like, it's, like, this weird, like, comedic bit where... One part where a guy in a Richard Nixon mask is supposed to be representing the actual Richard Nixon. It's like Nixon. a weird fantasy. And then you got all the political dream. players at the time and G. Gordon Liddy's there. And they're and, all announcing who they are. And I understand like what the little satirical point was. But boy, you did not need those scenes. No. Because the whole all. movie is just And like, they do it more than once. Thematically, this movie's just all over the place. A little dated. Not really that funny. It's It's very surprising to me... That he made this movie after already making other movies. Mm-hmm. Like, this feels very much like a, a young movie. person with too many ideas. And they've had it all churning in their head for so long that they just, like, spit it out into one big thing that's a mess. This- because they just need to, like, get it out of themselves mm-hmm. so they can then move on to 
this absolute this whole the whole vibe the whole script feels like a film student writing their first script in that era and trying to make some kind of statement also this may be my age now because i am a little bit older didn't they all seem way too long, young to be running a company? Like, yeah. Woody Harrelson looked like a baby. <laughs> Anthony mean, Mackie was like a baby. He wasn't that. Ellen Barkin was a Ellen baby. Barkin, but Anthony Mackie I mean, was a baby, yeah. I don't know. It just Not felt literally. like the people in this company who are bad are white. Not obviously, but they are. So, like, Ellen Barkin and Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson makes some, like, very terrible racist comments through this. Like, there is sort of also this, like, idea that and he even says himself, he's like, I'm the black guy that just recently quit and is disgruntled. So you're just blaming it on me and everyone's believing it. And it just sucks. So Anthony Mackey, um, I, I think the joke here with Mackey is that, look, when a guy, a guy can maybe like come a couple times. This is crazy. And, and then he's shooting blanks. But Mackey can have sex with eight women. Or five women. I think five was the max. And impregnate they did. them all. In and, one night. And, you know, for all the problems that I have with this movie, it did have the funniest fucking shit, uh, that honestly you may ever see in a movie. Genuinely hilarious. Whenever it, it cuts to like this. Oh my God. Computer generated <laughs> side bit. And we see this several times of like little sperms. With his face. Of, Swimming to Flight of the Valkyries, and it's got Anthony Mackie's face on it, and it, it shows him impregnating all the eggs. Of and these the eggs women. have the women's face on them. Anthony Mackie's sperm is at least going to get this into a C plus territory. I think. <laughs> I think. Sure, sure. If it wasn't for that, it would be like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know. But this has. Images of sperm with Anthony Mackie's face on it. And later, because he keeps doing... He's essentially being pimped out, but he's getting paid handsomely. Yeah. 10, by 000, his ex. 10000 a person. That's a lot. And she's taking like 5%. couple things happen that kind of blow this up. Her girlfriend comes to him and says, Hey, we've tried the, the baster thing three times. I want you to fuck me because I want to have a baby. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not pregnant and she's pregnant. I need to be pregnant. And so they have sex. And Carrie of Washington is insecure about it, even it, though she fucked them directly. But it's but like but yeah, it's weird to her that they're now together. It's like that, like you can be my best friend and someone else can be my best friend, but if y'all start being best friends without me, like I'm not cool with it. Like it's that attitude, which is dumb. We really kind of breezed over the fact how she really just kind of straight up ambushed him with this. Oh, she never asked. You're gonna him. fuck all these like they are there. He comes home and they're there. Yeah, she also never gives him a heads up that okay, it's gonna be on Fridays. She doesn't do that. She just shows up. Yeah, she's like, I know you ain't got shit. You just got fired. You're being investigated. You need the money. Yeah, so she's, she's I know, but this whole thing goes down with 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 the girlfriend, which they make up about it. Like kind of the girls talk about it and they have sex about it and they're fine. But and he signs waivers too. He signs, yeah, he signs waivers for these women that he's not going to have any like parental. Well, so he decides I can't do this anymore. I need to stop doing this. He, this woman comes to him, and she says, "Listen, I need to do this. I meant to come earlier when he kicked everyone out. She's like, I was supposed to be here earlier, but I, I wasn't sure if I was going to come. I need, I need this." And he's like, "I don't do this anymore." And she's like, "Please, please, please." Gorgeous Italian woman. He fucks her. Mm-hmm. Immediately, she goes, "Oh." 
<laughs> and then she goes, you did it. Yeah. Life does I begin at conception. I'm going to have twins. Life begins at a messy ass cream pie. That's where life begins. But anyway, so she's the daughter of a mob boss. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's like, we're not all gangsters. And she ended up being like, yeah, the, you are a gangster. Yeah. Well, because he was like, no. And she's like, is it me? Like, we're not all. Like, why do you think? Because she's Italian. Yeah. Well, anyway. And then so, it, yeah, they are gangsters. Who plays her dad? Because I <laughs> John love John Turturro. I love He's in John a lot Turturro. of Spike Lee movies. Yeah. I love him. He was so good at this. So he basically calls Anthony Mackie. Now, here's where all of our worlds collide and we see Bunk. Bunk is in this movie. Right. The, the dude from The Wire who goes, she is. And he literally... This he is does it twice. this is this movie comes out like two years after yeah. the wire premiered. Yeah, he's essentially just he literally was like, "You're the shit guy." Can you say shit like four times in my movie? Yeah, and that's Bunk's what he like, did. "I like paychecks." Hell yeah, and he's playing a cop, and he's saying shit, and he's just doing she his thing. I think this is just who he is. I think he's probably said that forever. Uh, well, he he definitely did after two thousand two. This is when kind of the whole shit hits the fan because. Anthony Mackie's being followed because of the stuff with the business. Because they think that he did all the crazy yeah, things yeah. with the business. And then he, um, they follow, these guys are following him. And then there's people watching John Turturro's house because he's a mob boss. And they have this meeting, which is actually like one of my favorite scenes of the movie. When they're just like talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. About stuff. Like the dad's like asking him questions, kind of getting to know him. And then he basically is like, listen, I uh, I heard you sign some papers that so you don't have any rights. And Anthony Mackie's like, yeah, that's true. And he's like, okay, well, you're never going to see my daughter again after today. But it's been really great to meet you. Yeah. And then he's like, come on with me. You're totally safe here. It's not like the movies. It's totally fine. But there's also like cops everywhere. And they just right, know right. it. And so Anthony Mackie leaves. Well, then he they arrest him because they start looking into him more. For and what? they figure out, well, I think it's, it's okay like to they go to someone's house. Well, you can arrest anybody. You just can't sure. always charge and keep them. Right. So they want to, like, get him in there because they see him at the mob person's house. And then they somehow figure out that he's been making all this money fucking these ladies. They find that out somehow. I don't know how. Maybe because they're watching him. But they eventually know that. I guess that. it is prostitution. He does have a pimp. He is. It is. You know, it is. Totally. Because <laughs> it's also like where you get this money from. I don't know. But that's the connection. And he gets, they, they, he goes to jail because they're basically like, you're a menace to society. It's a little over the top, the it's process. It's so over truly. the top. Like it's. It is it is not a very analytically vetted process of the legal system. Yeah. But again, you could just say this is a satirical comedy, which it is. And so that's why he can come buckets every night. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, he's just can immediately be thrown in front of Judge Ossie Davis, who there's a lot of cameos in this. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. And then that's when the family comes back around. He does go to his house when his parents are fighting that one night. Like they, he does go to the house a couple. It's times. not enough to really no. grab on. It's a very superficial emotional connection. Yeah. Because you need, when you meet him, There's he's too setting. Much going on. He's setting. There is way too much going on. He's setting up his diabetes, the conflict with his mother, yeah. and that specific conflict does not come back. So it's no, just, because they're still together. So it's end. not something that's played through like it's a part of like an essential part of the plot mm-hmm. or a part of what defines the main character in this movie. I mean, he loves his family like anyone yeah. else does, but there's this thing where he's rolling with his brother and they're talking about how uh. the ethics of what he's doing and and the movie kind of posits that like yeah, there is some ethic questionability to him and it, but in, in my mind it's like these women 
they try to present it like this is a black man who's impregnating and making a lot of kids. But it's not like that. Mm-mm. These women have significant, they have partners that they're mm-hmm. raising these kids with. They want to have babies. A lot of them tell stories about having trying to adopt and spending tens of thousands of dollars and, with their same-sex and, couples. And the brother's like, that's that's crazy. That's like, what is talking about the morals of impregnating a bunch of lesbians? He's now, like, how are you going to take care of all these kids? Granted, it's like, why aren't they turkey-based and why do you have to fuck them directly? Yes. But still, it's, an, it's a completely agreed to. This isn't women without help in their lives. Mm-hmm. Just because they don't have you to be the present father does not mean that these other women can't just... They ha- they're a couple. They're, these are all couples. Well, but then when the brother realizes... That Anthony Mackie signed papers and he's not financially responsible or responsible at all. He's like, oh, well, then that's good money. Well, yeah. I mean, it's obviously good money. I mean, but, but he basically like throws all his morals out the window and he's like, oh, you don't got to take care of all of them? Okay. But, but that question Weird. was still up. And the I movie know. kind of posits that the question may be a legitimate question, but it's not. It's like a, it's literally it's as not. Kerry Washington reiterated, it's a business transaction. Absolutely, she's a businesswoman. And you get to, like, bust and all these women. Mm-hmm. And I love it when the sperms are tired later and they're, like, Anthony Mackie's tired face yeah. just floating he's along. Like, he's, like, a popping, like, horny goat weed and drinking Red Bulls between every woman. Uh, right, so, he takes a lot of the blue pills. Yeah. So but it's trial time. It Well, yeah, and so it's trial time. Um, his, uh, Carrie Washington's had her baby, like through this, like all these women keep going into labor, It'll, like show you when one of the women goes into labor, like through this whole thing. And he's been writing to these girls also before the trial to say, Carrie Washington, her girlfriend to say, you know, I've been thinking a lot about myself and my life and the decisions I've made and the things that I've done. And there's going to be some changes when I come out and I know what I want now, kind of right. Like he says that. So the, yeah, they go to trial and he makes the lawyer does nothing. He's just know. sitting there talking. He makes this big, grandiose speech. Well, that's not... That's It's like a deposition. It's yeah. not really a trial. Like, the, he's supposed to be talking with those people, right? Like, it's when you go in front of... Cut to the end. Ossie Davis is like, uh, a man with 19 kids does not need to be locked up. He needs to be out there. Oh, yeah, that's money. when he goes back to trial. And then yeah. he sets them free. Yeah. And so he's free while Anthony Mackie meets up with Kerry Washington and Dania Ramirez is the actress okay. who plays the other woman. And um, he posits, like, why can't we all just... Like, he is in the life of Kerry Washington's baby and Dania Ramirez's baby. Yeah, he's, like, over at their house. Like, he's helping put the babies down for a nap. And then he posits, like, why can't we just all do this together and be yeah, together? Just, Kerry Washington. He tells her he loves her, too. And he loves her. And then he kisses Danya. And the movie essentially is, like, Ends in a thruple, the way the Fablemans probably should have ended. Then the girls kiss each other, and they're all together. And then it shows this picture of all the women and their couples. Did that imply that he's actually taking care of all no. those babies now? No, they just all, they just know all these women. Yeah. To me, it implied that they're just a network. Like they they all they probably like take their kids on. They probably all meet at the park, you know, and he probably does like see the kids. Mm. But I think it's just that they're all just in each other's life. I mean, she knew them because they were her friends. Yeah. You know, you're not just approaching random lesbians. You're like, hey, I know you. You know her. Do you want to have a baby? You know, um, but I've, but they do show them at the beach with the two women, the two babies. And he brings his dad and he has this moment where the dad's like in his wheelchair. And he's like, excuse me a minute, dad. And he's like, yeah, go take care of your family or whatever. And then he walks down, and it's like him with the two girls and the two babies, and Dad's just going, "All right, son, <laughs> what are you gonna Why do?" Why not? It is what it is. <laughs> I'm imagining uh, Michael Genet, who originally it was a story by him, and he and Spike 
did the screenplay. Uh-huh. And I'm imagining them like, I want a movie about a man who uh, donates his sperm directly to lesbians. And I'm picturing people in their life that are actually like uh, in same-sex relationships being like, why would he do? And mm-hmm. they're like, no, no, I got this. This is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> there's that whole thing. There's that whole thing where maybe not nowadays, but there have been times in our not so recent past where if two lesbians were somewhere, a straight guy would just assume that both those women would want to have sex with him together. Maybe they do sometimes. These women did. Sometimes people have polyamorous relationships and that's awesome. And that ended up being what this is. Yeah. But the idea that all these lesbians would want to actually fuck him does not make sense to me. Like, get his sperm. Sure, absolutely. He's an attractive, smart man. This would, all, this would be a purely turkey-baster scenario. Yeah. Danya got it. She was like, oh, I'm turkey-baster only. But it wouldn't work. But apparently, work. unless it's like straight D to P, no babies. There's something about the Mackie's, the Mackie's bust, his nut, that requires direct contact, obviously. It's insane. It is insane. insane. This movie is fucking nuts. Also. I would have cut 35 minutes off and add 15 more minutes of sperm scenes. It took so long to get to all the baby shit that I looked at you at one point and went, how is this weird love? And you actually, or whatever the theme is, like, and then you literally said to me, you were like, Maybe I misread the description of this movie. Like, it took so long to get to, like, it anything. Got there. It got there. It got there. It so got there. But there was a point where I was like, are we, like, what is this movie about? Yeah, you're just getting mad. And I'm, I'm it just like. It seemed like corporate com- bullshit corporate for a while. Bullshit. With the business. Oh, right, right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This is, Walmart didn't make this movie. The corporate. Oh, yeah. Storyline. Honestly, like, if I could reimagine this movie, I actually would love if if Spike... Like, how would Spike Lee make this movie today? God, well, it would be two different movies. Remake it, Spike. Remake it. You can... I would honestly start with him getting fired for the whistleblowing, but the movie just concentrates on the, the... the tr- the three relationships the two women and him mm-hmm. and this weird I would keep the weird business but like present a lot more emotional ties mm. to the family bring in Q tip more mm-hmm. and kind of do a lot less of the uh, Woody Harrelson Ellen Barkin scenes you don't even need them and honestly you don't need the Italian as as good as John Turturro is you don't really need the Italian mobster scenes either they just kind of like Added no, a pointless well, that was how they that was how they used it to like I guess, arre- yeah, it didn't make sense. It doesn't make but sense. But I love John Totoro. It's 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 fucking bonkers. This is the weirdest movie we've watched yet, and we yeah. we humped this movie just like Anthony yeah. Mackie humped all of these lesbians, and yeah, um, you can have one through five. I'm gonna have one through five combined yeah. for best out of ten for our last strange love feature. Of the month. The deep ass cut. This movie did not make budget. It was a very low budget movie for a movie. It did not. A lot of people just. People who were like. I love Spike Lee. They A lot of people do not know. Like they, they miss this yeah. one. They also. Uh, reach quite a bit on the title of this movie. Oh because. There is a scene where they basically say. That they, they're not going to say Fatma's name. Who is the character of. Right. Um, Carrie Washington. 
And so they start calling her She Hate Me. Because there was a But guy, it's only one scene. Because there was a ball player who had He Hate Me on his jersey. And they're like, you know, He Hate Me? It's like, She Hate Me. But Q-Tip is like, she doesn't hate you. Yeah. And he's like, nah, She Hate Me. She Hate Me. So even like... The title is kind of nice. It's fun to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it doesn't even make sense because no one except his old bosses really no one hate hates him. him. And even yeah. Ellen Barkin likes him. She comes at one point. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna. I fuck. thought he was gonna knock I her. I wanted up. that to happen. Why didn't that happen? I don't know, but I wanted a, a Anthony Mackie. Movie's two hours Barkin and twenty minutes long. You know what? I bet you Ellen Barkin wanted that too. We could have gotten one more sperm-faced Anthony Ma- uh, Anthony Mackie sperm scene. Where he's knocking up Ellen Barkin. Although it would have been real dumb for him to have sex with her. Why? Because of all this. Sh- they were illegal shit together. She well, shouldn't have even been at his house. Well, you wouldn't want anything nonsensical in this movie. Okay. What is the range of a C again? C I'm is... I'm trying uh, to get like my, my, bear- my bearings. Why does it What does it matter? You just give it to what you, okay. you need it to be. Fair. Uh, two. You give it a two. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a two. It didn't make... Since, and it was way too long. Um, I do agree with you. Acting was bad, except John Turturro and the dad. But you know how we have the Harry Dean Stanton rule where mm-hmm. if Harry Dean Stanton is in a movie, it raises it a 0.25? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I am at a 2.5. Okay. And because what, what the stuff that I did laugh at, I genuinely believe it's kind of the funniest shit I've seen in a movie. But there's another rule that... And we only know it as they occur, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're just now finding new out. rule. If there is any CGI sperm with Anthony Mackie's face on it, <laughs> specifically Anthony Mackie's face, that's right. Okay, it brings it up a whole half point. An image of a sperm, Anthony Mackie's face, it is a half point. So you're giving it a two point five. I'm giving plus? it. A, it's a three for me. It's a two from you, a three for me. That gives it a right down that the middle. That is inappropriate. <laughs> that is inappropriate. That is not appropriate. Rules are rules, all right. Just tell you me just, three different ways that I don't like. If this Harry score. Dean Stanton showed up in this movie, it'd be uh, a, I'd give it a three point two five, because those are the rules. Why does he get a whole point five? Because you think, it's funny. You think Anthony Mike Anthony Michael Anthony, Anthony Mackie's, Michael Mackie Hall <laughs> Mackie's <laughs> sperm faces is are more amazing. important than Harry Dean Stanton. It's just more rare. It is more rare. I'll give you that. I do mean, it. This just may do be, it. Just I, I do haven't it. seen every mo- movie, but this might be the only movie where Anthony Mackie's face has been superimposed on sperm. That means it's a five. Yeah. All right. Where are we at? It's right down the middle. That mm-hmm. is a C. I think it's below average, but okay. <laughs> this is a feminist movie. <laughs> Sisters are doing it for themselves <laughs> by paying Anthony Mackie $10,000 to get them some sperms inside their eggs. Okay. Go out there and get what you want, ladies. So there is no, this is our first five right down the middle score. Yeah. It's between Story of the Kelly Gang and Kate Plays Christine. This is better than The Flash, though. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. And it's better than Kate Plays Christine because everything is. Um, Except Bit and The Flash. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, I actually think Bit is better than Kate Plays Christine. <laughs> I don't agree. I know. I have my own opinions. We're-
the that's one movie where we kind of did divide on. Yeah, it just made me mad. I'm emotional about movies. Boom! She hate me. <laughs> a very generous five. Yeah, extremely generous. It's kind of a lot of people. It, honestly, this movie, as I've seen other people rate it, it does have its cult appreciators. But it does shoot mid to lower, so we actually might be a little higher than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think even people that like Spike Lee sat through this movie and were like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a fair assumption. Like I said, I would have pulled back 35 minutes, add 10 more minutes of sperm scenes. 10 more minutes? Spike Lee, just make a movie about Anthony Mackie's sperm traveling through a uterus. Like, other a, like a whole adventure tale. The only other sperm... I can think of in a movie is um, Look Who's Talking. Uh, check the show notes for links and other places and where to find us. Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors. <laughs> <laughs>